nigga do it to my money till we get it Till we get it Paul Wall in the Cooper Sports with Stay talking. Money speak all that bullshit Keep it Run the side 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 I'm sorry, could you repeat that? Thank you for calling AutoZone. This is Sarah. How can I help you today? Oh, oh, thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, I, I was giving you a call. I actually work directly for the federal administration. Can you hear me, Sarah? I'm sorry, go for it. Yeah, I work directly for the federal administration. I was calling to ask if you guys had any uh, American flags hung or any uh, uh, like photos of Uncle Sam or anything that says 4th of July. No, we do not. Okay, good. Uh, we decided that 4th of July is canceled this year. Oh. Yeah, if anyone comes in and mentions it, uh, we are asking everyone to just say, we don't know what you're talking about, pretend like we don't know what 4th of July is. Sound good? Okay. Yeah. Um, I got pretty bad news about Christmas. What's wrong with Christmas? Not gonna happen. Not gonna happen? Not gonna happen this year. Really? Did you hear about Halloween? I did not. It's done. Done for. Done? Yeah. Over. Capiche. Bada bing, bada boom, it's done. Oh, wow. Did I tell you about Easter yet? I'm sorry? Did, did I tell you about Easter? No, you did We're not. We're not doing it anymore. We're not doing Easter? We're not doing Easter anymore as a country. Federal administration decided not a thing. Oh, man. You know your birthday? I do know my birthday. Not anymore. No more birthdays. Oh, man. Yeah. So nobody has a birthday? Nobody has a birthday anymore. Oh, man. We're not doing holidays. We're not doing birthdays. We can do nice dinners sometimes. That's it. That's all we're doing now as a country. So we decided. Just what? Yeah, it's what we decided. I work directly for President Biden. Joe Biden. I work for him. Right. Yeah, correct. You told me to give you guys a call and let you know. Holidays? Uh-uh. Birthdays? No. Nice dinners? Sometimes. Yeah? Well, I, it's not a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's just the, the state of things to come, all right? So, nothing at all no more? No more holidays. No more birthdays. We're not doing any of them. Sometimes nice dinners, but it just for no reason. That's it. It's the only reason you go for a nice dinner is just a uh, just cuz. What about my kids' birthday? They're done. They're not. They're definitely not having birthdays. Oh, but they need to celebrate their birthday. No, they don't they anymore. Know. That's what. That's the old world. This is the new world. We're doing doing birthdays. We're not doing holidays. That's it. So what happens if we do celebrate it? What do you mean what happens? The iron fist going to come down on you. No, that's not going to happen. Oh, 
that's not good. Yeah, we don't want any consequences. I don't want any consequences. I wouldn't dare have a birthday, do a, do a celebration. I would do a nice dinner sometimes, but that's it. Well, I mean, we're still allowed to have nice dinners and stuff? Sometimes. Oh, okay. Only sometimes. Definitely not on planned days. Definitely not for any type of special occasion. Well, I mean... We're Jehovah's Witness now. Sometimes have dinners. Yeah. Right? We're Jehovah's Witness now. Oh. Man. So, everybody has to be that? Everybody has to be that. Yeah. Okay. Well, happy 4th and best of luck to you. Huh? Happy 4th and best of luck to you here. Oh, I mean... Yeah, apparently there's no more 4th of July. Well, yeah, no more 4th of July, no more birthdays, no more holidays. We're not doing any of it anymore. And if you, if, if, if the government, if the federal government finds out that someone's doing it, or celebrating it, or saying happy... Christmas, Merry Birthday, whatever, it's game over. Oh. Alright, so happy 4th and enjoy it, alright? Okay. Ha happy 4th of July, Sarah. But you're not supposed to say that. Got it, that was a test. Good move. You're passed. <laughs> you're gonna have a future in this new country. You're gonna have a you're gonna, you have a bright future ahead of you. Oh, I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, best of luck to you. Well, that's good. Hey, David, how can I help you? Hey, David, I just had a couple quick questions for you. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, if I were say toothless, uh. Would the type of sourdough that you have in-house in there be able to maybe dissolve? What type of bread are we talking to get dissolved in my mouth easy? What kind of bread would dissolve in your mouth easily? Yeah. Um, probably like something like our panelays or our Parker House Rolls, which is a soft bread. Stuff like our whole wheat, our sandwich bread, like the whole wheat or our sourdough, that's going to be a much tougher crumb. It's not very, it's, you know, it's got an elasticity and stuff to it, you know, Thank won't dissolve you. that well. Okay. Uh, well, so I have teeth right now, but I, I like to pretend to be a little baby and I want to be a baby and go and only eat bread. Okay. And so I'm thinking I could either wrap my lips around my teeth or... Uh, I did talk to a surgeon in South Korea that could remove my teeth entirely, but kind of his only pause with uh, performing that surgery was, will he be able to eat? And so I'm thinking I do a test run uh, where I completely dress up like a little baby. I get pushed around by my partner. Hello, good afternoon. This is Yesenia. What can I do for you? Hey, I, I, my name's Satchel. I just got off the phone with probably one of the rudest bakeries I've ever talked to. So I said, you know what? I'm not working with you. I'm calling a different bakery. Oh, yes. You're going to have the best customer service with this. Awesome. Well, <laughs> I do like to pretend that. to be a little baby, and that's why he hung up on me. Oh, no. Don't worry. Yeah, I like to dress up like a little you? baby. I was looking for bread that I could bite with no teeth and let just dissolve in my mouth so I could pretend to be a little baby full time. 
and I wouldn't have to uh, work or uh, pay for the bread because I'm just a baby. What do you think about that? I don't know what to say. <laughs> so what are you trying to do? Well, I want to come in and eat the bread for free, but because I'm dressed like a little baby and I'm not chewing the bread, the bread is so soft and it dissolves in my mouth. And then I'm just eating bread for free uh, while dressed like a little baby. So essentially what I'm trying to do is be a baby, and one of the consequences of being a baby is you don't have to pay for bread, and also you don't have to chew on it because you're a baby, if that answers your question. You do have to pay for the bread, though. I can't do that for you. I'm sorry. Well, what if I was just a baby? Then I wouldn't have to pay for the bread, would I? But if you're an actual baby. Yeah. I, I'm not trying to be rude, but you have to be an actual baby by the state of Texas for us to... Either way, whenever a baby comes into the store, they're with an adult. So they do have to pay for the bread, after all. What if I were to tell you that the state of Texas certified me as a baby? Well, I'm sorry. I can't do nothing about that until the actual owners are here, and they're off for today. Okay, that makes sense. Hey, while while you while you make a dime, they make a dollar, right? I'm sorry. While you make a dime, the owners make a dollar, right? It's kind of the phrase about working for someone else. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and then, well, everything's under them. I can't really step over them. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't I, ask I you to. I admire my job. Good, <laughs> so. good, absolutely. I I completely understand. Um, has anyone ever done the baby thing there before? I'm sorry, sir. Yeah, but we can't do nothing unless the owners are here. If you want to ever come and tell them that, then that's fine. But it's just us and the, co the workers here. Okay, yeah, I'll come by and I'll talk to the worker. I kind of want to get the working man's view on the baby thing. Okay, you can come by. I'm going to be here till 6. You can come by. Oh, uh, well, I probably won't stop by immediately. I'll, I'll get the baby ready and uh, me, and then I'll, I'll be by maybe sometime in the next few weeks. But, yeah, you have a great day. Okay, my name's Yusenia. If you want to ask for me, I'm here every day besides Monday and Wednesday. You want to meet the baby? Yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. I, I, would, I would actually love to meet you. I work 10 in the morning to 6 in the afternoon every day um, besides Monday and Wednesday. Next week on Thursday, I'll probably be out too. But I'm here every other day, 10 to 6, and I'll happily be able to see you. Yesenia, it was so nice to meet you. I've never felt so well recepted by someone before. No, you're fine. I totally understand. Everybody's different and unique in their own way. Just, you know, I can't overstep my uh, boss, but, you know, I'd be happy to meet you and see what we can do. Yeah, absolutely. We're all, hey, we're all just children of God out here. Some of us are babies of God, but we're all just children of God. Yes, sir. Well, all right. You have a great rest of your day. You too. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. Why did why does she want to meet the baby? <laughs> she wants to meet the baby. <laughs> Hey, um, you know those little, are they called macrons or macarons or macronies? 
macaron. Okay. Is it pronounced Justin Treaty or Trustin Trodo? I'm sorry, can you say that one more time? The President of Canada. What's that guy's name? I don't know. Yeah, well, his secretary has sent me hundreds of y'all's... Is it, how do you pronounce it again? Macrons? Macarons? Mm hmm Sent me hundreds of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, I need you to get her to stop. Oh, I'm not exactly sure how I'd be able to do that. For Listen, you. I've been getting the ring around since day one. And I respect you. Did you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. I respect you. But if one more mother stinking Macron shows up in my house, I'm going to scream at the top of my lungs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I've had it up to here. Not with you. You're fine. I respect you. The Macron situation? I'm swimming in these bad boys. Yeah, I'm a well-respected member of the Chamber of Commerce. That is, the Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, the one you're thinking. And I'll tell you something. If they knew about this Macron situation, they'd be head over heels upset about it, as I am, currently. Okay. Yeah, but we're going to keep it our little secret. Okay? Okay. Aren't we? Yeah, we are. You want to know why? Why? Because I'm ready to pay the piper. Oh. I want you to send 100 free Macrons to my arch enemy. Write this down. Okay. Are you ready? Hey, I was just talking to a young man who was getting ready to write something down for me. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Do you have a pen and paper handy? Yep. You ready? Yes. S. A. T. C. H. E. L. Space. R. H. I N E S T O N E. What does that spell? Uh, rhinestone? What about the first word? Uh, the first word, uh, I don't think it's a word. Unless I misspelled it. Sound it out. I, I got at A-E-V as in Victor H-E-L. No. Way off. Are you ready? Uh-huh. S. S as in silly. A as in apple. T as in Tetris. C as in Christ. H, 
as in house. E as in El Dorado. L as in lesbian. What does that spell? Alright, give me one second. Okay, I'm sorry, sir. What are you having us write down? Satchel. Is this an email? Satchel Rhinestone. Okay, uh, and what is this for? That's my name. Okay. Listen, I'm gonna have to talk to the first guy again. Hey, it's Satchel. Oh, your name is Satchel. What was Satchel? going? What was going on with her? The woman Sorry, I just talked to. Time? What was that? Can you say that one more time? What was going on with her? The woman I just talked to. Uh, what do you mean? What was? What was? Go, what was? What's her deal? Nothing. Nothing. Okay. Well, that's fine by me. Okay. Well, did you write down what I asked you to write down? Um, yes, I think she wrote it down. It's, uh, Satchel Rhinestone. That's right, it is. And now I'm going to ask you to send a hundred Macrons to one of my enemies for free. Mm, I wouldn't be able to send them for free. Well, send them for free for me. Yeah, that's, that's something I'd be able to do. I think we can make it happen. Unfortunately, I wouldn't be able to do that. Well, let's get it done. Uh, what do you say? Yeah, again, sorry, I wouldn't be able to do that. Hey, how about, a, how about a yes, hello? How about a yes and hello? How about one of those? And then we send a hundred Macrons to my number one enemy. Nancy Grace. I can do that if you would like to pay for them. No. That's off the table. Um, Out of question. Yeah, I, Out of question. Yeah. Okay. We'll so not, you don't want to pay for them? We'll not be paying for them. We will send them to Nancy Grace... My arch enemy, free of charge. Yeah, I won't be able to do that for free. Well, okay, that's, sorry, that's definitely something I can do for you. Well, let me ask you something. Have you ever given someone a free Macron? A free Macron? Yeah. No, I haven't. Let's make this the first time. I think fortunately we can make it happen. Hello? Hey, can you hear me all right? Uh, yes, I can hear you. Hey, how's your day going? Good, how you doing? I'm well, thanks for asking. Thanks so much for taking a minute out of your day. Sure. Yeah, so, uh, uh, what, what's your, what's your first name? 
Sorry, you cut out there for a second. What was that? What's your first name? It's Judson. J-U-D-S-O-N. Judson. My name is Satchel. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you as well, Satchel. Yeah, so I'm in an online course right now, and it's just about uh, marketing. And we were in a meeting okay. the other day, and there were, there were five people in my course. And we were going around talking about uh, heroes and icons and people you want to emulate. And so when it got to my turn, I said the Chocolate Rain guy. And I Googled him, and I was like, I just remember that making such an impact. And then I realized, I was like, that wasn't it. It was the Evolution of Dance guy. Because you predate that guy. <laughs> I do predate him a little bit. Tay, Tay is a good guy. Yeah, yeah. No hate on that guy at all. I ended up, I, I haven't reached out to him or anything. But during that class, they were talking about how, uh, you know, they're like, most of the people you want to emulate, they're people with emails, they're people with phone numbers, they're people with addresses. Just ask them, uh, ask them for a minute of their time. And I had to. I Googled you. I saw your phone number at the bottom of a web page that you host. And I said, I got to reach out and just ask him for a minute of time and kind of share with the class what that was like. Okay, cool. Well, what question can we answer for you? So the the video itself, where where did it, where was it? Was that the first time you had done that dance? I know you're a motivational speaker. Was that was that something that was a part of your motivational speech speeches and someone got a video of it? Can you tell me history of how it got online? Because it's like one of the first viral videos ever. Yeah, so I'd been doing the dance for almost five years, actually a little over five years at that point in time. So the dance was the finale piece to my show. So I put the video up on YouTube in April of 2006 because YouTube gave you an embedding code that allowed you to copy and paste it into a MySpace profile. So it was a way in the early days of the internet that you could actually put video into a web page. Yeah, you had to get HTML code for it. Correct. So YouTube, one of YouTube's brilliance was that they did the code for you and then just basically became your backend server to host the video. And so that's what initially prompted me to put the video onto YouTube. Because at the time, viral videos didn't really exist in the fashion that we know them today. So I was fortunate that performance-wise, I had several years to perfect the actual dance itself. And it wasn't, because the first time I did it was drastically different than that was the one video that went up was probably the at least the two or three hundredth time I had done the dance. Oh, damn. So do you have B-side footage of what it looked like in the, in the kind of the lab stages? I don't, because... Early on, back then, footage that you filmed, you usually filmed on digital tapes. So it was called a high digital tape or mini DV. And those were, you were able to record over those. So early in my career, I didn't have a lot of fun. I mean, you're trying to build this career and you're saving money where you can. And so a lot of those, so I have other footage of early times, but none. I don't, I think I have maybe three seconds left for the very first time. Oh, wow. That's so funny. Because you could, you know, sell that as NFTs now. Correct. I mean, there's there's always that outside chance. So I, but it's like everything, you know. Are you just selling something to sell it for the sake of trying to make more money versus are you really actually putting something out there that is somewhat of a piece of art? So, so when, you know, who knows? Maybe I go through and find a lot of footage and do a little chronological thing of it, but. Yeah, I'd like to see that. Who knows? So. When you were when you were first doing this, you were building a career as a 
I started speaking in the, in, in early two, in kind of late 99, early 2000. And I started doing the dance in the spring of 2001. Okay. Wow. Right on. Right on. And how, so, I mean, now obviously you could just say the evolution of dance guy, but what credentials were you basing speaking off then when you were first starting out and you were developing this? Like you were saying, I speak uh, because... education-wise. Yeah, so uh, I had gotten my master's degree, so I had started kind of with the foundational. And I had been speaking when I was in high school and was involved in a lot of different leadership development. And so it was a passion of mine to present and do workshops and do trainings. So most of the time, 99% of people who get hired to do trainings and speaking, they get hired because somebody saw them. Sure. Not because of who they are. Sure. A one, per, you know, one to four percent are able to say, "Okay, who did you get?" Well, we got, you know, we got a Kardashian, or we got Beyonce, or Barack Obama. You know, people who are famous will get hired for that. Versus other people, well, I saw somebody at this thing, and I really liked what they talked about. So that was what I was working on building. And the dance came about because a good friend and mentor had said, "You have to do something." within your show that is identifiable, that is memorable, that people can look at you and go, okay, you're the person that does blank. Yeah, you're kind of niche to market into, right? Well, it's not even necessarily a niche to market as much as it is a thing. So if you look at it, another good example is in the world of comedy. Most comedians spend a lot of their life really working on their craft and getting really good. And usually it's it's not as much now because things have changed a little bit because of the, the barrier to entry is so much lower as far as getting video and getting known. But a lot of times it was a single bit that became really popular and that popularity projected them to the next level. So Jeff Foxworthy in the 80s, he might be a redneck. Bill mm-hmm. Emanuel, here's your sign. Um, Chris Rock had a couple of, of really poignant ones early on in his career that kind of helped propel him to that next level. And so it kind of becomes the same thing in the speaking and self-development world, whether it's a content-driven idea, the set habits of highly effective people, uh, five seconds, Mel Robbins is a, is a recent example, or a performance piece itself, like, oh, um, David Blaine was a street magician, but his levitating trick was the one that kind of sparked a huge interest in him, and then he was able to go on and do more and more. But to become identifiable by that single thing because most people don't remember most of what you do anyways. Sure. You know, they have their own lives they're busy on. <laughs> sure. When, yeah. when you got the, uh, in 2001 when it was on YouTube and started spreading around, I mean, I, I, I saw it uh, I probably 2004, 2003. And, uh, were you... Well, it didn't get on YouTube until 2006. Oh, okay. Wait, 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 wait. So but I saw it before YouTube... 2005. Well, YouTube didn't come online until 2005. Was it viral YouTube before YouTube? Like, Maybe it was on stupid videos? Uh, not the origin, not that one. I mean, it's possible that it was on there in some form or another that somebody else might have done. But, you know, video itself didn't really become popular online until kind of 2005. You could have, you had some videos, but they would take, you know, most people didn't have access to high speed in 2004, 2005. So, I think October 22nd was the first video posted on YouTube somewhere around there in 2005 or maybe summer of 2005, something like that. And then I posted mine on April 6th in 2006. Early adopter. Because of the MySpace HTML you needed. Yep. I just 
just got lucky and some, one of my friends were in a band and they had a video before and so YouTube had the easiest interface of the, like there was Video Egg and somebody else who basically all did the same thing. Well, let me tell you something. And allowed you to do it. I once had a, a, a video of me pretending to bartend go just insanely viral. Front, front page of Reddit, yeah. stuff like that. Uh, just kind of randomly. And I got, uh, I got, you know, kind of random attention, right? Just the most random people. But I'm kind of like a ugly mid twenties, fat, bearded slob. I was having, I had sex with three beautiful women. Because of your video. Because of the video, yeah. Yours way better than mine. Way more popular. Way more legendary. How'd that go for you? Well, it's like anything in life. You know, once you become known for something, then it becomes something you can use to your benefit. But I can personally say that I never tried to take advantage of any situation like that, but... You never had chicks be like, I mean, oh, you're the evolution of dance guy? Eh, I mean, if I do, I don't remember it specifically, but I was never one... I was never one that would want to be with someone who only wanted to be with me because of that. Uh, well, I said I had three different banging hot chicks that I... Oh, 100% because I was the guy from the video. Over the course of like I mean, six it's, months, it's, it's nice to ha- it's nice to have those little fifteen minutes of fame, like Andy Warhol says. Yeah. So nothing from that, really. It was you didn't get it. I, that's sorry. That completely shocks me. But why is that shocking? Because I feel like you're kind of a handsome guy. You were in front of hundreds of millions of people, and chicks weren't just like, "Yeah, dude, I saw you dance. It juices me up." And it shocks me because I was in I was in a dumb video, got you know front page of Reddit, and then just random beautiful women. Hey, I got juiced up from that, and I feel like you not only have a better body than me and are more handsome than me, but your video also kind of uh, it shows you you know stamina. Five minutes of you just moving, six minutes of you just moving, and so to me, I I imagine chicks were just lining up. I mean, they could have been, but that was unbeknownst to me. But again, that wasn't something that I was going after because, you know, they're human beings. So essentially you're asking me if I was cool with having relations with people with no meaning and basis whatsoever. No, the basis was like they you made them horny because they saw you on your video. That's the basis because I know that. I don't, you know, I'm not a charming guy. I'm not a handsome guy, but absolute New York tints, three of them. Three different times over the course of six months. And so I, I feel like for you, yours video way more popular, longer stretches of time. There's got to have been just absolute dimes that would, you know, hit you up about it. No? No. Wow. That's crazy. Sorry to burst your bubble. I, I, I'm, I'm not heartbroken by it. I'm just surprised. What other questions you got? Man, I'm honestly, I'm so sorry. I got completely derailed by that. I thought you were going to just tell me, you know, about traveling Europe or something and, you know, meeting chicks. Nope. It's funny because I think, uh, if I remember correctly, Matt Lauer asked me that exact same question off air and couldn't believe when I told him the same thing. 
Are you a Mormon or something? No. What religion are you? Non, non-denominational. Non-religious? You got nothing holding you back. Women. No, I said non-denominational. Oh, okay. Non-denominational of Muslim? Nope. Uh, a little bit of everything. Oh, okay. But again, I feel like you're getting off the rails here. You're Sorry. fixated on something. Sorry. No, I just mean, I mean you're, you're fixated on a concept. Yeah. Because you probably had some issues with that before your video. Getting pussy? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Again, you're fixated on a physical concept. Yeah. Because that physical concept makes you feel fulfilled. Yeah, exactly. And loved. No. So therefore, when it, when it comes easier, yeah. then the, the thing that made that easier for you becomes a fixation. Yeah. Fame. I want your fame because I want to be able to do what you could have done. I guess, I, I don't know, you didn't do it though. I would have just, you know, nailed tens, to be honest. Just nailed tens all day. Not to feel loved, absolutely, but, but you know. But that eventually, that still would have left you feeling unfulfilled. Maybe only one way to find out, right? <laughs> I guess. Who knows? Maybe you'll get lucky and go viral for something else. Oh man, not like you did. I feel like you really set the standard pretty high. Well, I got lucky. I was right place, right time. You know, the length of a viral video now is measured in in days versus back in two thousand and six, when it was measured. It was measured in months and sometimes even years. Years for you, years. Your video was shared popularly yeah, I mean, and regularly for years. People kind of slowly getting exposed to the internet, more popular to email chains, you know. New generations well, finding out about lucky. your video. Yeah, it was timing was was more, the luck of the timing was more my, was the, probably the biggest factor of all. Yeah, so I see 10 years of pretty much, you know, stardom, fame, women. It's been 16 years. 16 years, and you don't have just a bedchamber filled with a, a harem of women that are juiced up from your online fame. Nope. Nowadays, dudes start a podcast, and they got, like, three girlfriends. Hot girlfriends. Well, again, what other questions do you have? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry I got so hung up on that. Was Matt Lauer messed up by that, too? Uh, no, I mean, it was, it was right before we went on the air, so I'd gone on for the second time. Man. And he basically just kind of said the same thing. So, hey, what's been going on since I saw you? Fast cars, fast women? <laughs> I just said, no, not really. And then we were on the air. Mm. Mm. Slow cars, no women. So you do speaking engagements now? Yep, that's what I was doing beforehand. Awesome. What is a what is an average cost to get you at a speaking engagement? What does that run? Uh, it depends on the organization. So and that's something you would have to talk with the agencies about. So I work through a variety of agencies. Awesome. And I'm fortunate now that I'm in a position too where I can decide who the group is, if they have a mission, if they're if they're a nonprofit, if they're an educational world. Or like a lot of times in the last year and a half, especially with the virtual stuff, doing stuff for frontline workers, 
you know, budget is less of a factor when it comes to things like that. Awesome. Well, good on you for doing stuff like that. That's great. You kind of get to choose things that you prioritize now. I can't get over it. All right. Well, you only got you only got two minutes left. So if you have any other questions that you want, better figure them out now. I know. Th- hey, hey. Well, I want to take those two minutes to say thank you for taking time out of your day. I know that you have you know a, a busy schedule. Do you still do you still do you still do the dance at the engagements you do? I guess that's kind of. Yep, I still do the dance. So have you tweaked it? Pretty much, it's. Uh, yeah, it's, it's it's continued to grow, so it's now at almost eight minutes long. Oh wow. Do you like Whip oh, yeah, and so Nene I, or something as like a newer? Yeah, so the Whip and Nene's in there. I took out a couple of the ones from the original one. I don't do the worm anymore, just from a physical standpoint. It was getting a little too, uh, a little too taxing. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, well, honestly, I can't. I can't wait to share this with my uh, my marketing class and my buddies. I think that. This was really cool of you, and you're a cool guy. And, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, you know, I guess I, I'm just from a <laughs> a hornier stock than you, so more power to you. There's nothing more impressive than a man that can control his seed. Well, I appreciate that, and thanks for the call, and uh, best of luck with your marketing class, okay? Hey, thank you so much. You're a cool guy. I, I really appreciate it. Alright man, take care. Alright, talk to you soon. Bye.